Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hello, America. Happy Sunday. Welcome to the Sunday Brunch Edition. Hopefully you're having a beautiful Sunday and it's warm and sunny and spring is flowing through your windows and in sunshine into your backyard. That's what I'm praying for. We've got an incredible lineup for you today. Some of the biggest names in Congress and one of the biggest names in all of law in the last 60 years. First up, Congressman Austin Scott, a lot to talk about on the national security front. He's a member of the House Intelligence Committee. One of his colleagues, Chris Stewart, will join us in the third block. He also is a member of the House Intelligence Committee. We're going to break a lot of news between those two guys. Now, in between that, one of the greatest legal minds in modern American history, Harvard Law Professor Emeritus Alan Dershowitz. He's going to talk to us about all things going on, including the bombshell revelations about Hunter Biden and the Hunter Biden investigation and that IRS whistleblower that we broke right here at Just the News. He'll be in the second block. Later in the show, we've got Congressman Murphy, former Congressman Devin Nunes, and a special guest, Ambassador Gunther. He's a doctor and ambassador. He's got some brilliant ideas about the future of medicine. We'll have all of that in the Sunday edition right after these messages. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. 
You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000 or visit tnusa.com slash just news. That's tnusa.com slash just news. Welcome back, America. Our next guest has served on the House Agriculture Committee for a long time, and considering beer is made with a lot of crops like barley, corn, rye, wheat, oats, and more, I feel like it's only appropriate to start this conversation off on a woke note. Conservative backlash sparked following Anheuser-Busch's partnership between their own Bud Light product and trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney. And just last Friday, the parent company decided to release a new pro-America Budweiser advertisement featuring their very very famous Clydesdale horse. And now consumers are saying that you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Here to react to this is Georgia Congressman Austin Scott returning to the show. Congressman, great to have you back, sir. Hey, Amanda, glad to be back. And look, I've been an Anheuser-Busch guy for a long, long time, up to until a couple of weeks ago, uh, whether it was Bud Longnecks when I was in college or uh, Bud Lights as I got a little older. And then, you know, Amber Box is a Developed more of a taste for the better beer. And I'll tell you this, I haven't bought an Anheuser-Busch product since they did it. And I don't intend to buy another one for a long time. And uh, those of us who are parents who realize the threat of, of this wokeness that's being pushed down into our kids' lives and everything from their cartoons to uh, their classrooms has got to be stopped. And so Anheuser-Busch can go back and pretend that they're the all-American company now. But the fact of the matter is they did what they did. They're promoting a lifestyle that's very dangerous for, for our children. And, um, you know, this is this is not OK. And, and the CEO of Anheuser-Busch needs to stand up and apologize for what they did. And they need to stop peddling this uh, this influence on our children. Sir, I wanted to dig in on that because the ad that they released in the ad, they said this is a story bigger than beer. This is a story about the American spirit. They are right that this is about the American spirit. It's much bigger than beer. That's right. But I don't think that they quite understand what it is about. No, no, I, I don't. Look, I, I've got a five-year-old, an eight-year-old. And I can tell you, raising a kid today is very different than it was when I was raising my 23-year-old. And uh, you literally have to watch the cartoons today because of what Disney doing is doing and embedding a sexual narrative into the cartoons. Uh, I don't know if Scooby-Doo had a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I really don't care. I just wanted to watch the cartoon. I just want my kids to be able to watch cartoons. Uh, I don't understand why all of this stuff is being pushed down into our kids and our classrooms, whether it's through the cartoons or whether it's through what, what Budweiser has done here, Anheuser-Busch. And so uh, you have to stop pretending that this is okay. It's not okay. It's not okay for biological men to go out there and beat up on biological women like they're doing in, in sports. This is not okay. These people are bullies and they need to be stopped. And for Anheuser-Busch to embrace this bullying that's going on uh, is, is ridiculous. Such an important dynamic, so many heads I know in our audience nodding right now in agreement with you, sir. I want to turn to another issue that you have been a leader on for a long time, the issue of China. Today, some really significant evidence. Uh, the FBI indicted some Chinese officials for opening up an illegal police uh, uh, depot in New York City. Uh, you were down to the border recently. There's all this talk about all the Chinese nationals now suddenly coming across the border. Can you tell us a little bit about what you learned down at the border about what's happening with those Chinese nationals and why they're yeah, well, coming into the country? Well, first, let me say this. I think illegal illegals coming from China, I believe that is the third largest block of illegal immigrants inside the United States right now. So if you're the director of national intelligence of China, you simply get a whole bunch of 14 day travel visas from China and into Mexico. You fly your people from China to Mexico. If they do get caught at the border, we release them in, in three days back into the general population of the United States. This is absolutely ridiculous. And, and it's all being done. Again, we talked about the wokeness a little bit. But if you stop them and you turn, send them back to China, 
you know, the Democratic Party would call you racist and anti-Asian for returning them back to China when they're coming into this country to actually hurt us, John. They don't care what color you are. They don't care if you're black, if you're white, if you're Asian. They don't care what color you are. If they're coming here from China illegally, we should assume with everything going on in the world today that they're coming into the United States of America to hurt U.S. citizens, regardless of their race. And unfortunately, because of the Biden administration, them buying into this whole woke nonsense, um, if, if you say anything about it, they call you racist. Well, they're going to have to just call us racist because the right thing to do is to send them back to China. Yeah. Yeah. And the last number I heard pertaining to that was 700, an increase of 700 percent of Chinese nationals coming across our southern border. So that is it's, a national security issue. Right. And and there's so another. I know. Another national security issue, or so we were told, um, I wanted to ask you about the activity of some of your colleagues on Capitol Hill. John uh, had Congressman Jim Jordan on the show the end of last week and was discussing with him possible ties between the Biden campaign and the security letter that was written, co-signed by 51 national security experts, uh, attesting to the fact that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. Does this surprise you that 51 of these people who have long storied, formerly reputable careers in national security were willing to put their reputations on the line? Not not with everything that I saw done to make Joe Biden the president of the United States. I mean, the whole Russia hoax, uh, everything they did um, to Donald Trump when he was president of the United States. Um, the, the double standard, Amanda, is, is what's destroying our political system in this country. If, if you think about what there is on Joe Biden right now, just the number of family limited partnerships, just the sheer increase in his net worth over the last several years. If you look at the conduct of his son um, with, with everything that has been exposed, why would he be of any value to any corporation anywhere in the world unless it was for access to his father? You, you simply can't have someone who, who's doing drugs like that, taking pictures of it and, and doing all the things with prostitutes that he was doing. And, and that person be of great value to, to a corporation. So his only selling point was his access to his dad and look at their net worth. And, and they were paid very handsomely for, for his access to his father. And you look at that in direct contrast to the way, you know, President Trump was treated. President Trump's probably the only guy to go into office and leave worth less money than he was when he got there. Uh, so so it's, it's a double standard. If, if we give Jim and Jamie... Uh, Comer, the time to do their job. I think that they will do things in a very methodical uh, manner, a manner that's probably not moving you know, fast enough for those of us who are conservative, but a manner in which hopefully the mainstream media will not be able to deny all the facts that, that, that Jamie and, and Jim are able to expose for the general public. And, and that's what we've got to have. We, we, we've, we can talk about it all we want to uh, among the conservative circles, but we have to expose it in such a manner that even the people who like Joe Biden cannot deny uh, the problem of the business relationships that, that occurred there. Was there a cover up with the laptop? Absolutely. No. I mean, would, would Joe Biden be the president of the United States if there hadn't been the laptop cover up? I doubt it. You know, would inflation be where it is if there hadn't been the laptop cover up? I doubt it. You know, we're, we're paying a price right now uh, for the double standard in, in journalism. And that's why I think it's so important you know, Amanda and John, that people like you are out there willing to tell the truth. Thank you, sir. A um, lot of discussion about security clearances after a Massachusetts National Guardsman got access to some of the most important secrets that their Joint Chiefs of Staff had about the war. There's also a question about whether these 51 should keep their uh, national security um, uh, clearances, given that they interfered in an election. Is there going to be a wrecking in the House Intelligence Committee looking at the whole security apparatus, making sure that maybe secrets are too widely distributed? Oh, I, I, absolutely. There's got to be, John. Look, mo most Americans recognize that there are things that have to be done that cannot be discussed. If, if you're going into um, a ball game, you don't give the other team your playbook. And, and there are certain things that have to be kept behind closed doors. Americans on both sides understand that. Uh, the unfortunate thing was the politicization of the Intel Committee in the House over the last couple of years. That's gone because we have new leadership. And uh, on that Intel committee, and I think I think the Intel committee is working uh, pretty well in a nonpartisan manner. 
but but the idea that an E3 would would have from the National Guard would have would have access to that information, uh, that's 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 concerning to me. This is an extremely young individual that had access to extremely high um, high classified highly classified information. Uh, I wish it had not been released, and you know, it, I mean, he's going to be held accountable for it. But I'll tell you this. The other people in that room need to be held accountable for it, too. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Up next, Alan Dershowitz, right after the commercial break. Hey, folks, can your IRA or 401k stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is right at our doorstep? By allocating a percentage of your retirement into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from a turbulent market and economic downturns. All you got to do is put your IRA back on the gold standard. With a multi-trillion dollar trade deficit and ongoing geopolitical instability, experts say now is the time to make the switch. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Protect your retirement today with one simple phone call and receive your free gold and silver guide from my good friends at Genesis Gold. To do that, call Genesis Gold Group today at 800 200 G-O-L-D, gold. That's 800-200-GOLD. And find out how you can add precious metals to your IRA. One more time, let me give you the number. It's 800-200-4653. gold Or visit them at genesisgoldgroup.com. Genesis Gold, welcome to the John Solomon Just the News family. Hey folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. He wrote, I think, the most important book on cancel culture. And most recently, he's told the story of how the system has been weaponized to, as his book says, get Trump. He's our good friend, the great professor emeritus at Harvard Law, Alan Dershowitz. Alan, great to have you back on the show. Well, thank you. And uh, thank God for John Solomon. You know, when the framers of the Constitution uh, created essentially checks and balances, they had in mind not only the three branches of the government, but also the media. And your show, and you in particular, and both of you have served as an incredibly important check and balance on the failure sometimes of the government to investigate itself. And what you've disclosed now really does require a legislative oversight. And I think it's often a very good thing that Congress is divided along partisan lines. That is one house controlled by Democrats, one house controlled by Republicans. It too provides a sort of check and balance. We cannot allow our criminal justice system to become weaponized in a partisan manner. And whether you agree with Trump or whether you agree with Biden, whoever you want to see elected, the one thing that is clear is that the CIA and former intelligence officials should not be engaged in partisan efforts to elect their candidate of choice by using their credibility in an improper way to vouch for or vouch against people. So I think this is just the beginning of what has to be a much deeper inquiry into all of these considerations, and they all come together in in some ways. Yeah. You wrote the book Price of Principle. And to me, I think it's the single most important book written about the cancer culture moment we find our country in. There is an extraordinary undertone to what Mike Morrell, who, by the way, is a very respected, very famous intelligence officer, career intelligence officer. Oh, yeah. 
Anthony Blinken, our current top diplomat, was willing to accuse a nuclear-armed superpower, Russia, of meddling in our election without basis so he could give Joe Biden a talking point at the debate. How enormous is that allegation by Mike Morrell? Well, he did it, presumably, at a time when he was not Secretary right. of State, but was a campaign manager and using campaign logic, trying to get his person uh, elected. Uh, you know, I, I have known Tony Blinken for a while, not well, and knew his father quite well. Uh, he's a very decent guy. Uh, and I think as Secretary of State, he would not do what he did as a campaigner. Um, but, you know, I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned about whether these folks, and it's, it's happening all over, sign these letters. Look, I, I remember when a hundred or two hundred academics signed a letter saying that my view of the Constitution and impeachment were was wrong. Right. They all knew it was right, but they just wanted to sign on to a letter which was opposed to Trump. It's part of the get Trump uh, uh, derangement syndrome that people will compromise their integrity and their principles in the interests of getting Trump. They think that a higher principle prevails, that is, get Trump, make sure he is not the president, make sure he does not succeed. And that today has become such a partisan weapon that it really endangers the rule of law and endangers our legal system. Uh, the next book I'm working on now is called The New McCarthyism, and it, it's really a continuation of this thesis that what we're seeing is the ends justify the means as long as the end is get Trump. And it's such a partisan weaponization of what is important as a neutral principle, namely our criminal justice system. Uh, it's going to be a powerful book. Well, yeah, I know that's going to be another bestseller, but I want to bounce back to the most recent one, get Trump, because as I heard media commentators, especially uh, remarking last night on the IRS whistleblower story. And then, of course, today we're going to hear lots of people discussing uh, this this story with Morell and and the 51 other intelligence officials. And I think about your book, Get Trump, and the things that you enumerate in this book, the tactics and methods that they use because they were just so consumed with Trump derangement syndrome. And I worry as I hear people discussing the stories from yesterday and today about the walls are closing in. And how many times did we hear that term used during the Trump presidency? So if there was if there was to ever be a book called Get Biden, similar to Get Trump, what would be the biggest distinction between those two books? <laughs> well, I, I would hope there wouldn't be a book. You know, when I originally wrote my first book about this, The Case Against Impeaching Trump, the original title to the book was The Case Against Impeaching Hillary Clinton, because I started writing it at a time when I thought that Hillary Clinton would be elected and Republicans would try to impeach her improperly. And, you know, what we're seeing is tit for tat politics. And so there probably will be an effort to get Biden. There are already some extreme uh, Republicans who are calling for the impeachment of Biden, calling for the impeachment of certain people in his administration. Probably there'll be an effort to try to impeach Tony Blinken based on your reporting. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, that wouldn't be proper because the Constitution doesn't provide for impeachment for differences in policies or even for doing things that we all think are wrong. That provides a good reason for perhaps voting against that party, but not a good reason for impeaching or criminally prosecuting. And we have to keep the lines straight, the lines between what you disagree with on the one hand and what crosses over to either criminal or impeachable conduct. Yeah, your, your wisdom on that. And you've been consistent for decades on that. We have to we have to do that. We, we can't make impeachment some low threshold political bomb anymore. Right. We have to stop it. Sir, I want to um, I want to ask about the second revelation. This IRS whistleblower, highly decorated, brought some of the big Swiss bank cases. He says that the uh, political appointees at the Justice Department have prevented the career people from bringing tax charges. And that when Merrick Garland went on television and said that's not happening, he knew it was false. So he came forward. He's following the process through the whistleblower process. But the idea that there might be a thumb on the scale of the Hunter Biden um, a criminal investigation now. Your thoughts on that and what it may mean for the future? Well, as you know, I don't like criminalizing political differences, and I don't know whether there's enough evidence to go after uh, any of the Bidens. But what I do know is that you cannot have political pressure from the White House or from the administration 
on the IRS, which is supposed to be absolutely independent. Look, I remember when Nixon used the IRS to get his enemies. I got audited four years in a row during the Nixon administration, and, and, and J. Edgar Hoover had a letter in the file about me. Uh, fortunately, every time the government owed me money, I didn't owe them money. But the idea of weaponizing the IRS, the idea of not either way, either going after people who shouldn't be gone after or not going after people who should be gone after, uh, both are equally, equally problematic. And Congress has not only the right, but the obligation to look into it, which really brings us to the next issue as well. And that is whether or not Congress has the right to look into uh, what uh, D.A. Bragg has done. And I think Congress does have that right. Uh, I don't know how the courts are ultimately going to come out. You have a district court going one way, a court of appeals judge going the other way. I believe the Supreme Court ultimately would allow a congressional investigation of the D.A. to go forward because it involves foreign policy. Look at the president of uh, El Salvador saying, how dare you talk to us about democracy when you're prosecuting the person who's going to run against the incumbent president and federal funds are received. So these are all issues that are really, you've put them, a lot of them in the news. And we all have to be thankful to you for bringing the attention of the American public to this and forcing Congress to take action. All right, guys, Congressman Stewart, Chris Stewart from Utah, important, long-serving member of the House Intelligence Committee right after this. Folks, we're sponsored today by Donors Trust, the tax-friendly way to preserve your charitable giving. In times of crisis, those with a giving spirit and a desire to build up civil society find ways to be helpful. And that's when it's good to have a charitable resource ready to deploy when they're needed most. Donors Trust offers donor-advised funds or giving accounts. You can use these funds as your own charitable investment account and manage your charitable giving in a way that's smart, tax-advantaged, aligned with your values, and private. Donors Trust clients are using their funds to support charities helping their local communities while also using their giving account to simultaneously support think tanks and liberty-minded organizations that believe our constitutional rights shouldn't get lost in a time of emergency. Now is the time to take a closer look at Donors Trust and join their community of liberty-minded donors by opening a donor-advised fund. Go to DonorsTrust.org slash JustNews for the ultimate survival guide to charitable giving and learn how a donor Advice Fund can preserve your ability to give to the charities you love. That's DonorsTrust.org slash Just News. All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free social security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, AMAC.US slash Just News. That's AMAC.US forward slash Just News. Welcome back, America. We're very lucky to be joined by one of the newer members of the House Intelligence Committee. He just came back from Ukraine. He's been leading on so many issues, including China, and he's been on the show before. We always learn so much from Congressman Chris Stewart from the great state of Utah. Congressman, great to have you on, sir. Oh, thank you. It's good to be with you. I just want to get a quick reaction. There's a little bit of news that broke a little bit ago. Uh, IRS agent saying that DOJ political people are interfering with the decision to prosecute him. Just quick reaction. I know you've had a lot of concerns about what's going on there. Yeah. And when you say him, you mean Hunter Biden. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, how 
could anyone be shocked by that that information? How could anyone be surprised that a whistleblower would come forward? It's been very, very clear that you don't have to be inside the room. You don't have to be a fly on the wall and hearing these discussions. It's very clear that they've been obstructing. It's very clear that somewhere along the line, Department of Justice and other law enforcement officials, probably the FBI involved as well, that simply said, we're not going to go after this individual. And uh, the evidence of that is just overwhelming. And you, again, a seventh grader could look at this and go, yeah, of course, that's what they're doing. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Sir, this class of Republicans in Congress seems to be much more um, reflective of the voices of their constituents. And you are one of those folks who I feel like really, really listens to the voices of, of the people who, who put you in office. And last week when you were in Ukraine, I know you had a conversation with President Zelensky and you relayed to him some of your concerns that that reflect those of your constituents. And I think of a lot of Americans. Can you tell our audience what those were? Yeah, exactly. And thanks for allowing me to talk about this, because I think it's so important. Look, I'm I'm a former Air Force pilot. I've been on the the intelligence committee for many years. I, I sit on the defense committee on appropriations. I am a defense hawk. But on the other hand, you can't look at the last 20 years in Afghanistan and Iraq and, and, and not ask yourself, what questions have we learned from that? Or what answers have we learned from that? You can't look at Libya and say the same thing in a number of other circumstances. And we should apply those answers now, now as best we can to Ukraine. And and I represent a growing number of members of Congress. And, and as you said, my constituents and a growing number of Americans who want to help Ukraine. They understand the humanitarian crisis that took place there because of Vladimir Putin. But on the other hand, they don't want to be in a 20-year quagmire as well. And we ended up spending hundreds of billions of dollars. So in my conversations with President Zelensky, I, I brought up two or maybe three points. Number one is it, it's, it's re, it creates resentment and, and anger among the American people when we are carrying the load. When the United States has pledged and contributed more than $100 billion to the Ukraine effort, and the EU is something like $17 billion. This is their backyard. And I, and I told the president, encouraged him, you need to go to the EU and say you are hearing from leaders in Congress and leaders back in, in the United States that they won't continue to do that unless there's a, a more equitable cost sharing. That is a perfectly appropriate thing to ask for. The American people deserve to, to be told, yeah, this is Europe and we're going to ask the EU to carry more of the load. And the second thing is a lot of your uh, Americans resent and are confused by the fact we're funding your teachers' pensions, your government pensions. That's not a, an immediate, urgent war uh, need. That's a that's a long-term benefit that uh, we just shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be funding. And again, we had a conversation around that and a few other things. And and the point is, is that I don't want to cut off all funding Ukraine. I think that there's probably an appropriate uh, continued response for for America. But we got to be responsible of our constituents who have serious questions. And believe me, I have those same questions and we've got to get to a better resolution than we've seen right now. Yeah, no doubt. So we got about a minute left. I want to ask about something else that you've been championing and leading with. You've been working with Congressman Seth Moulton, creating a 988 suicide and crisis lifeline. This is so important with the mental health care crisis in America. Tell us what's going on and what are the chances that we could get this done? Well, uh, John, we actually have it. We, we, we passed that not too long ago. It was about five years uh, right. effort, but I started working on, among the veterans, among youth. I had a, a friend who had a 16-year-old daughter who called a, uh, a, a hotline number and had to leave a message, and it was the last thing she ever did. Oh. Uh, the 988 number, again, uh, anywhere in the country, you call 988, and you're going to immediately be uh, talking to someone who can help you. Um, it, it, this, is, this is such a beautiful uh, uh, bipartisan an effort to say we can work together on mental health, on emotional health. And, and our next target, by the way, in a bipartisan fashion is to is to try to uh, initiate legislation that's going to you know, make it so our 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 year old kids aren't spending nine hours a day on social media and just destroying their own self-worth and, and, and all sorts of feelings of anxiety and depression. Uh, I think that's the next follow on legislation that we would like to pursue. All right, folks, Congressman Murphy, right after these commercial messages. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion 
while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He's played a big role in highlighting not only China's intentions and its tactics in the United States, but ways that we can fix this. Joining us from North Carolina's third congressional district is Congressman Greg Murphy. Greg, Congressman Greg Murphy, good to have you on the show, sir. Good afternoon. Hope you all are doing well. We are indeed. I want to start off uh, with the ways and means discussion that occurred today. Uh, China has a very determined strategy. They're engaging in economic warfare. And many times it seems like people in our own country, businesses, politicians, cities, are selling off the country for some short-term satisfaction. Uh, what's going on? What did you see today when you had this discussion with the committee? You know, John, uh, all war is not kinetic. And uh, essentially, China has declared war on the United States. Think of the number of individuals who die in this country every day from fentanyl that comes from China. That's just one of the many things. Now we have police stations that we find here in the country. We have balloons that fly across the country gathering espionage. Uh, they have absolutely unfair and cheating trade practices, undermining our manufacturers, undermining our agricultural products. It's an absolute war that China is producing on the United States and in an effort to gain world dominance. And so it's a, it's an education thing that, you know, Republican or Democrat, damn it, wake up. We are at war with China. And here we are talking about pronouns and some of these other absolutely ridiculous uh, subjects. We're at war with China and absolutely losing at the same time. Yeah. I, I used to work at a restaurant here in L.A., an old Italian restaurant, still actually to this day owned by the same family who opened it. And the patriarch of the restaurant was World War II veteran, had um, numerous war medals and a great, uh, an amazing American story. He came back to the States, started this restaurant, and because he felt just so excited to be alive, and the zest that came with winning World War II. Uh, he started this restaurant and he, he was very generous to his customers. And when I started working there, his son was then running the restaurant. And I remember he said something to me. He said, my father was so generous. He loved being American. He loved owning a business. He loved being the epitome of the American dream. But by the time I took over, I realized that he had almost given away the entire restaurant brick by brick. And we see yeah. this as you were just saying, in the tech sector, in the medicine sector, in trade, in agriculture, in every single sector. And I think to myself, you know, folks like you and other Republicans on Capitol Hill are fighting against this. I don't understand the Democrat side of the argument because they don't seem to be fighting back with as much fervor as Republicans are. Well, Amanda, you know, if we look at what the president did, uh, I guess it was about a year ago with an emergency declaration that allowed Chinese solar products to basically come in without any additional tariffs. The last time that a president had used such an emergency declaration was in 1946 because we needed lumber to build houses for individuals after World War II. And he declares this an emergency. We're going to be dealing with, with that tomorrow in ways and means. But the fact that right now, because of the holy uh, religion of climate change, I'm not saying there isn't, but it's become an absolute religion that has blinded them to any other reality that we're facing here in the United States. We are selling ourselves out to our greatest adversary. Look at the amount of uh, solar panels, look at them out of uh, windmills, et cetera, that are produced in China. It's 90%. And what we're doing, because we need energy, we need energy to survive, we're giving them tax breaks to bring to thus paying money into China for our own chase pursuit single-mindedly of the religion of climate change. And at the same time, what are we doing? We're emboldening and paying for um, our greatest adversary, especially in its military aspect. It's absolutely maddening that these individuals can't see past their nose to see what their, the ramifications of their actions are. 
Yeah, and it's a moment of reckoning. And I, I know you've made such articulate arguments on this. I want to ask about what some of the levers of power, what some of the solutions we are. Obviously, China still needs access to our capital markets. It needs access to our commercial markets. Do we need to leverage that more to start to create a more uh, balanced relationship with China as it becomes so aggressive? Absolutely, John. Uh, I think history, you know, um, is always a great teacher. Ronald Reagan did not win the Cold War ballistically. He won it by destroying the uh, Russian uh, Soviet empire economically. And if you think about this and you look at the reality, China's own domestic population um, and their consumption does in no way um, consume what they produce. So they have to rely on the rest of the world to take in those goods. And so the United States is the number one consumer of those goods. So if we would just stop the insane regulations that we have on American companies, and either nearshore or bring back to the United States so much of what we get from China, we will dry up their economy and so that they will not be able then to carry out war. They won't have the numbers, they won't have the military, they won't have the economies um, to be able to carry out war. We actually have to bring back production back to the United States or in Central America or whatever countries are friendly to us and stop feeding, stops absolutely feeding our enemy. Sir, when, when we are considering global conflicts, one of the arguments that is often made with respect to getting involved is that we want to keep that conflict off of our shores. We don't want it in the interior of the country. We don't want it coming to our doorstep. But with respect to China, there have been numerous reports since January of this year about the number of Chinese nationals that have come across our southern border. And month over month, the, ro the rolling average compared to last year we are up 531%. And you take those numbers and you look at what we discovered in New York yesterday with the Chinese police station. And it feels like China has already infected so many parts of the interior of our country. How do we root that out? Absolutely. I mean, I think I read a report yesterday that there were 2,000 last month alone. You can't leave China without a visa. So China is complicit in pushing these people across the border. And as I spoke about earlier, the fentanyl that's coming across the border, they're killing Americans today. Today, they are killing Americans. And so we actually have to get now a a damn sound southern border policy, which we haven't had now for two years. And we have to look and say, look, what resources do we have in the United States that we can have that we can we don't have to outsource um, and get these from China? They're, they've infiltrated our universities. You know, I, I put out a bill last year um, to uh, tell colleges and universities to stop their um, investing in their endowments in China. You'd be amazed at the responses I got back. A few of them were, were saying, okay, good point, we will. But I even had one university, which at this point I won't name, that says, well, we're going to continue to do it. It's not illegal yet. So again, getting this into the mind of the nation is going to be critical. We're at war and we're losing right now. And damn it, America needs to wake up and understand that. Yeah, that sense of urgency has to grow every day if we're going to even the scales quick enough. I want to ask a little bit about uh, what I call the shot heard around the world last week. When France signaled that it might be OK with a forced reunification with Taiwan, it seemed to not only have an ally abandon us, but also signal to China that maybe there's a way to do this. How damaging a moment was that on the global stage? And was the Biden administration's response to it adequate enough? I don't believe so. And it was absolutely damning, John. I mean, if we're looking at the nations that we consider friendly, that share our values, that share what we believe in as, as how we should run our countries, and then for France to all of a sudden back off to that. Um, I don't want to you know, say anything derogatory about the French people or the French administration. But when we need our allies, uh, we need our allies. And if, God forbid, China is to invade Taiwan, it creates a worldwide catastrophe and an, and an absolute shift of power. And therefore, we need all our friends, all our friends on our side of what we believe is right in democracy and the freedom of the individual, rather than a socialistic uh, country that will essentially one party rules. Very damaging, very concerning that France would be already uh, meeting out these, um, these thoughts. Don't go anywhere, folks. We got a longtime friend of the show, Devin Nunes, former congressman, former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, the man who unraveled the Russia collusion case. He'll join us next. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. 
That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Devin Nunes, former chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, the man that unraveled the Russia collusion caper, and so many more. Uh, we got a lot to ask him today, so let's bring him right in. Congressman, good to have you back on the show. Always a pleasure to be with you guys. Uh, I want to start in one of your old haunts here. Obviously, the Intelligence Committee has always had suspicions about what went on with the 2020 election, and specifically the letter uh, that those 51 security experts wrote. Uh, we now know from J Jim Jordan that they have an eyewitness who says the Biden campaign started the whole thing off, that Mike Morrell was working with the Biden campaign to uh, get that letter facilitated. The idea that this had political origins and not Security origins, your reaction to that? I'm actually surprised to read Mike Morell's name in that. He was the acting director of the CIA. Uh, he always tried to rise above politics for most of the time that I dealt with him. So I was a little surprised to see that come out. And, you know, of course, there was uh, another individual, Shapiro, that I was vaguely familiar with. But the question I think now is that, I mean, look, I think we, if we just step back, everyone knew that this was being done by the Biden campaign to to essentially downplay the Hunter Biden laptop from hell. That that much we, we all knew. That's not shocking. I think what is going to be surprising, though, is you know who drafted the letter, how many drafts of the letter were there, and then how many of those 51 will actually stand behind this this letter and this scam. And you know they had to know it was a scam at the time, and I think that's what people are you know very frustrated with. And I've said this. From day one, anybody who signed that letter should not ever be allowed anywhere near a government job, let alone a security clearance. And, you know, and I still hold to that to, to this day. And there's a lot of very prominent people who signed that letter that yeah. had to have known better at the time. Great yeah. point. Yeah, but in Washington, D.C., as Sean and I like to talk about, people fail up. So I, I said, yeah. I'll have a feeling yeah, they, all they graduate won't. Up. They, right. Yeah. I don't think they'll be on the receiving end of any repercussions. But I wanted to go back to something that John flicked at at the top uh, with House Oversight Chairman James Comer talking about how this money that flowed as you know, they now know about this because of the suspicious activity uh, reports over 100 of them, allegedly to nine Biden members. We knew or we hear about Hunter. We hear about James. We hear about possibly Hallie, a number of, of Biden family members and also, of course, close associates. But I didn't know that there were nine Biden family members who were even a part of this whole ecosystem. Yeah, that's my take, uh, too, with this breaking news is that I had no idea there were even nine Bidens that were around. So I, I give Comer credit and his team there, the Republicans, for actually following the money. If you remember during the Russia hoax, that's how we were able to show that the Clinton campaign and the DNC, in fact, had paid for the dossier because we were able to get the bank records from Fusion GPS. And so I think that the Republicans have learned from our early investigation many years ago and have implemented this. And look, this is, uh, you know, look, it's we always got to be careful reacting too quick to this. We don't know what we don't know right now. But if indeed they were dispersing money to that many people within the Biden family, it's pretty concerning. Yeah, follow the money. You always end up getting to the truth someday. There's no doubt about that, sir. Uh, I want to ask a little bit tomorrow. Uh, there's a House uh, Banking Committee hearing, Financial Services Committee hearing. Gary Gensler, the SEC chairman, is going to be up. I, a lot of people have concerns about his stewardship of the agency, his partisanship. You yourself with uh, the Trump Media Group have ended up with some frustrations watching them pursue a special acquisition corporation that was trying to merge with you. Uh, what are some of the most important things that lawmakers can try to learn from Gary Gensler tomorrow? Try to get answers from tomorrow. 
Well, overall, you've had some of the biggest disasters that have occurred on his watch, whether it's the cryptocurrency guy, the FTX guy, um, so many things that are that have blown up on his watch. And in the meantime, you know, he's worked overtime to try to kill our company. You know, we're a privately held company. We've been attempting to merge with a finance company. It's a well-known mechanism. Uh, the stockholders, the shareholders have voted overwhelmingly to stay involved in this. We have said that, look, we'd like to get this deal completed, uh, but it just goes nowhere. And it makes no sense. Typically, these deals, uh, John and Amanda, they're done. Uh, an approval like this for, for our company should happen within just, just a few months. And we've had the application there now for a year a full year. I think we're one of the longest in history where you have two willing partners who want to do a deal who have not received any comments whatsoever. And, you know, I, I think that Gensler and, and remember, and let me just back up too. you've got Gensler there who we outed as the guy who actually was the CFO for the Hillary campaign, who actually wrote the check to Fusion GPS, just to, right. what we were just talking about. You have Peter Strzok's wife, who is there, the disgraced FBI agent who was running the Russia hoax. You have the general counsel there at the SEC, happens to be, she used to work for Pelosi, has now graduated up, general counsel of the SEC. So you have three people that are clearly involved in this transaction or non-transaction, uh, trying to basically kill our ability to have access to the public markets, the public capital markets. That's what this is really about. Because mm -hmm. if the deal closes, we're supposed to get some nearly $300 million to go out and build Truth Social. So, you know, we've, uh, you know, privately held company. We're trying to compete with, with big tech. Well, in order to, to compete with big tech, we have to have access to those capital markets. And so, you know, look, I, I can't believe this guy is still the SEC chairman, but look, it really ticks me off that he's even anywhere near dealing with our company because he is a known political actor surrounded by other political actors who are get Trump first people. And it seems like it's mm. happening in every area of our government. Mm. Yeah. And it's amazing to fail at your job and then have a machine behind you just shoving you up the ladder. Must be nice. Yeah. Um, I wanted to close, though, with the conversation surrounding uh, D.A. Bragg, as I'm sure you saw some of the viral moments from earlier today with Congressman Jim Jordan taking his work on the road along with his committee, speaking to these uh, family members of victims of crime in uh, in New York City. And Congressman Jerry Nadler accused Jim Jordan of doing the bidding of Donald J. Trump. But I would imagine the people who are family members of those victims have something different to say. And there was another moment that I thought was incredible. And I want to get your reaction to this. This is uh, Congressman Tom Tiffany getting a witness to admit that no, NYC is not safer under DA Bragg. Do soft on crime policies lead to more gun violence? Yes. Ms. Harrison and Ms. Brain. The ranking member said, this city is safer. Is this city safer in your mind, Ms. Harrison? No, I have a lot of friends through my advocacy that live here that are considering moving <coughs> their entire families. Ms. Brain, is this city safer under District Attorney Bragg? Absolutely not. There's all kinds of criminal element roaming the street, free to do whatever they want. Rampant crime, botched prosecutions. Uh, do you think that the that New Yorkers will look at D.A. Bragg a little differently after this? Well, look, who knows? Because who knows if they're actually getting the information right? That's we're re we're really in these these disinformation wars right now, where you've got probably close to sixty percent of Americans who are cut off from the real news, and that's why True Social exists, and that's what we fight every day. But I will tell you that. We also saw record violence in Chicago over the weekend where you see people getting beat up in the mall and they're using social media to do meetups. And I saw burning cars, people getting attacked. And so it's becoming these big city states are going down the, the, the rabbit hole in, a, in the worst way. They're getting very, very dangerous, all of them.
All right, folks, I got a guy that's got really a record of overachieving. You know why? He was a U.S. ambassador and a medical doctor. He still is, actually. Joining us after this commercial break, an extraordinary interview with Ambassador Gunther right after this. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, America. Our next guest, he has a remarkable bio. Not many people accomplish this, uh, be accomplished in medicine and in diplomacy. He's the former ambassador for the United States to Iceland and a doctor himself, Dr. Jeff Gunter. Sir, good to have you back on the show. It's fantastic to be here. I want to ask, we were talking off air about this. You gave this brilliant answer. I want to capture it for the American public. Uh, the two professions that you've served, our government and the medicine profession, both are losing the trust of the American people, particularly after COVID-19. What is the key to restoring that trust? I think for both those professions, for diplomacy for America, as well as for healthcare, is transparency. And if you think about it, really, in the physician's office, you are treating the patient. As a diplomat around the world, you are taking care of American citizens around the world and at home. They're the same. It's the same ethos. It's taking care of those individuals with transparency. When a patient walks into your office, they want transparency. They want to know their treatment options. They want to know the relationship with you as their healthcare professional is secure and trusted. And it's no different. In Iceland, we treated uh, with the same principles of transparency and putting America first. And uh, that's the key to restoring faith in the healthcare system as well as American diplomacy. Yeah, great answer. Sir, you're on the medical side, and I know that things, um, that there's often a different perspective when you are actually on that side of things as opposed to the civilian or even the governmental side. Um, President Biden signed this executive order. Uh, for affordable care op options, whether it's child care, long-term care, senior care, ex ex it extends all the way to VA medical benefits. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Because it carries a pretty hefty price tag. So well said. It, it harkens back to the famous nine words that Ronald Reagan said are the most feared words in the English language. I'm here from the government and I am here to help. That is exactly what we're seeing going on again. The Biden administration fails, fails to show leadership and instead throws money that they do not have at all these problems. Instead of implementing American first policies to healthcare, instead of creating greater competition, greater transparency among hospital prices, the Biden administration continues to feed their cronies with money and do it under the guise of taking care of America. It's almost kind of like Solyndra 2.0 for healthcare. And just like Ronald Reagan, I wouldn't trust him. We need to restore healthcare back to the doctor-patient relationship and control costs through competitive marketplaces, through transparency of hospital pricing and various other entities. But you make it a patient-centric process, and that's how you're gonna get a healthier America. 
Yeah, that's such a great answer. One of the incredible dynamics that Obamacare have, has created is the corporatization of medicine. The, the family, independent family doctor is, is really an endangered species today because of the, the economics of how Obamacare rolled out. Is there any way to tip that back so that doctors, uh, that private practice, that one-on-one practice, not the big corporate uh, top-down approach to medicine uh, dominates once again in, in American medicine? Again, it gets back to transparency. It gets back to creating competition among large groups, open up maybe insurance plans over state lines. Remember, as insurance companies consolidate and get lower, you lose competition, prices go up, and access to health care goes down. For average Americans, over the last 10 years, they've watched their premiums go up 55%. Healthcare now is accounting for 18% of our GDP, actually 18.1. And we know in 2027, it's going to be well over 20%. So the cost of medical care is going up. The access for the American public is going down. And that's not where we want to be. And competition will work. Just throwing money at this problem and creating more and more debt for our next generations is not the solution. But... It's, it's what else would we expect from this particular administration. It's not leadership, it's throwing money that they don't have at problem after problem after problem. Well, and you, you mentioned the money that we don't have. I mean, Americans are suffering across the board. Inflation is soaring in nearly every category, including healthcare. And, you know, for for most Americans, they can go to Kroger and they can buy the Kroger brand of milk over what they are normally purchasing. You know, people can find ways to skimp. But when it comes to health care, it's a very, very dangerous game to play. Um, I recently read a piece about these newly instituted facility fees that people are finding on their bills. And the costs just keep going up and up and up regarding the incompetency of the Biden administration, this executive order, what are some of the things that this administration can do at least to lower the cost for Americans? Create transparency, create competition, get big government who is beholden to large corporations, beholden to various special interest groups out of the way, and create the transparency where people can compete over those health care dollars. Um, I, I saw a similar study where about 40%, 40% Americans admit having gone into debt to provide for their health care. More than 50% are worried, absolutely worried, about health care costs overwhelming them. It's like everything. When you create competition, when you create transparency, and you put the power and the strength in the American consumer, that's when prices start to adjust. That's when the marketplaces start to work. And that'll create a healthier America, not just throwing more money for a very special interest groups at it. Yeah, so I'm great crazy. point. We've got about a minute left. Just real quick, I want to appeal to the other side of your impressive resume, diplomacy. It seems like so many of our allies, France this past week and many others, they don't seem to have the same respect in, in, in belief in the United States they had just a few years ago. What's going on? Um, I think, uh, like Lou said earlier, we see a trend in the current administration of uh, advocating for Marxism. Let, let's just call it what it is. And these individuals do not love America like we love America, like your viewers love America. They have various agendas. And if you look at it across the board, they, want to re- they basically want to take care of people who are underage and institute health care initiatives against them um, without the parental consent. It's unimaginable, but it speaks volumes, volumes of what they're trying to do to individual freedoms in this country. These are individuals who want to replace the family unit, who want to replace God, who want to replace everything that we love about America with big government. It's dangerous, and we all have to push back. All right, folks, that wraps up our Sunday edition of John Solomon Reports. Hey, we've got so many great partners. I'm just going to give you some quick coordinates so you can remember all of the great folks that help us and support us and have great products. If you're looking for a better Medicare supplement, go to our friends at the Association of Mature American Citizens, AMAC. How do you do that? Well, you call them at 855-808-5712 or visit amac.us slash John SRN, John SRN. 
R-N. Go check that out today. All right. Now, if you want to get involved with our good friends at the U.S. Oil Gas Association to say to the United States government, to local city and state governments, do not take my gas stove. Get out of my kitchen. Don't even think about taking my gas grill on my back porch. Well, you know how you do that? You join handsoffmystove.com. Go check it out today. $12 a year, a buck a month. You can join the largest grassroots armies and be cool. Be part of the cool resistance. You want your natural gas stove? This is the way you keep it. Handsoffmystove.com. Don't forget to check that out. And finally, remember, some of you guys have said, I'm worried about the market. It's been volatile. I've watched my pension, my 401k and, and IRAs go down in value because the market's bouncing around like Mr. Toad's wild ride. Well, guess what? Our friends at Birch Gold Group can help you integrate gold, one of the great stabilizers in uncertain economic times, gold into your 401k and IRA. All you got to do is text the word just news to 989898 and you'll get started there. And finally, a lot of you said, hey, John, you look a lot healthier, you look a lot more energetic. You're losing a little bit of weight. You're exercising a little bit more. What's your secret? I know what it is. It's called Fields of Green. I've been using these Fields of Greens fruit and vegetable supplements. They're real fruits and vegetables. They're not watered down. They're really good. And you feel better. You get the recommended amount of fruit and vegetables per day without having to sit there and cook up the broccoli or eat the orange and peel it. Well, if you want to get involved like I have in getting yourself healthier with just a little scoop of this incredible vegetable and fruit supplement, all you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com, and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. How about that? Four great offers from four great partners who care about Just the News, John Solomon Reports, and Just the News, No Noise, the television show. Those are our friends, and all four have amazing products that can make your life better. Make a smile come on that face on a Sunday here in April 2023. All right, folks, that wraps up our edition of John Solomon Reports. We'll be back on Monday with regular programming. Until then, have a blessed end to your weekend. God bless and good night. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay-up letters. Millions, I say. Then it's up to the 20,000 new IRS enforcement agents to find you. Why the IRS targets you and not millionaires? Well, because millionaires have tax lawyers. You don't, you'll pay up. Plus interest and penalties. You need Tax Network USA, and you need them now. Tax Network USA has brilliant war room strategies to solve your IRS problems quickly and in your favor. Like a preferred direct line to the IRS, they know which agents to deal with and who to avoid. It's not all bad news for you because Tax Network USA learned of a special limited time IRS offer. They're willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. So schedule your free confidential consultation to see if you qualify for this limited time IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash justnews. That's tnusa.com slash justnews. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you audit your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out.